0: Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Mind of Monty podcast with your co-hosts, that guy, Monty G, and Imo. Um, today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about the New Japan Cup that's been uh, continuing thus far. We're going to talk about revolution a little bit, not too much, um, and just sending some congratulations over some things that we've seen happening in wrestling over this past week, Um, and then rumors. Rumors. Okay, so how... How did you feel about wrestling this week just general thoughts overviews?
1: it was uh you know a lot of different things going on I, overall uh the the month of March is just pretty stacked and uh so this this show in my opinion kind of will uh you know kind of showcase that in a way since I'm touching on what took place last sunday and what has been going on since our recent, last, most recent episode uh, in the New Japan Cup, and you know, not even to mention uh, WrestleMania season, and just how how much we know they they put into building stuff. I got rumors about you know that and the card and uh, all types of stuff that's been going on. So March, everyone, every wrestling fan who uh, anyone who keeps up with wrestling knows this time of year is a big deal, and. Uh, Every it's a big deal everywhere, you know. New Japan, like I said, the month of March will be the New Japan Cup, and uh, you know, we have uh all the big news with AEW, and like I said, uh, now the fallout from Revolution and what they have going going forward with the St. Patrick's Day show, uh, that's supposed to be a bigger event for them, and then like we said with Mania and all the things surrounding that, uh, Stand and Deliver, uh, Roadblock was just the other day for NXT, so it's just like it's been, it's just been stuff everywhere there's it's a lot of stuff to uh spruce through and uh I'm the man that's going to have to do it for a lot for a big chunk of this. I got a couple other reviews coming up. Uh, one where I got to revisit my time uh, or our time together at Wrestlemania 34. Uh they're going to use my experiences as as a crowd member. So I can't wait to do that on the next uh the, not the next one, but in a coming podcast, uh coming that will be coming soon. But anyway, besides that, overall it's a lot going on that's the reason why I just went on that soliloquy about just how much is going on because this is a very busy time I
0: yeah, I was just gonna say it does sound like you're busy so the new Japan Cup happened what night are we on seven
1: March six is the first night that i be uh, the, uh to pick up where we left off of which will be the second night of the G1 uh and uh hanare and uh Yuto Nakashima Kicked off the New Japan Cup action. Uh, I'm just gonna break down a little bit, or kind of explain what I thought of each New Japan Cup match. I think that's just the way I should go about it as the tournament continues on. Cause there's a lot of warm-up matches, a lot of little little stories to set up these uh, cup matches, as they tend to always do uh, greatly in New Japan. But uh, so we got we have young lines like we said this year, and Yuta Nakashima is one of them. Yuto Nakashima, and uh, not really well known yet. But as a young guy, he used this here to uh, use this match here, and they used their young line. I'm going to talk about a couple of young line matches after this. Well, they kind of did similar things of uh, using uh, this position as valuable experience. So, uh, like I mentioned at the beginning, I was excited to see how these matches would go. And starting off with Hanare, someone who. Not too long ago, was in basically a similar position to some of these guys, uh, especially the young lions, who uh, were you know newer faces and had to prove themselves on the New Japan stage. So it's kind of cool to see Hanare now taking the lead in this situa- situation. We got the chance. We got a chance to kind of uh, measure where Hanare is now, uh, and especially as a singles wrestler, because we don't get to see that as often. Uh, it, it, even as he changed over to the United Empire, kind of you know I don't. I guess you could say it's a heel term, but he hasn't really done much that I think would be so so dastardly. The United, United Empires is an interesting bunch because they're heels sometimes, but also you put them in a certain scenario, you, you, I've seen the crowd kind of get behind them. So it's kind of funny uh, with them. But, uh, yeah, I thought this is a great way for Nakashima to get experience, especially in a cup match, especially in one-on-one with someone that's not a young lion like him. So this was cool. You know, uh, it also kept the intensity of a cup match, so I like that. Another young lion match. My favorite one of the young lion contest that I watched, uh, Ryohei Ver- uh, Oywa I believe I, I believe I finally figured it out. as Oywa. Uh, he's by the way beloved backstage. Like Tiger Hattori. like a lot of people love uh, the young Oywa. So uh, of course, getting in the ring with Zack Saber Jr. Again, we know the result. You know, of course, the more established act. In a similar case to Honori's match uh, with Zack Saber Jr., we knew he was going to win, but. Again, you know, this was different, you know, more Matt wrestling base. And, uh, you know, Zach won by submission, of course, which we know that's Zach's wheelhouse. Uh, but, you know, Oiwa was technically sound and he was in the match, you know. And uh, I thought it was a positive experience once again. So I don't have a problem with that from the, uh, night two. Uh, and then bushy and Osprey killed it. You know, it was very, very nice in the main event. A nice trip back to Osprey's Super Junior days. And uh, you know, the first thing I noticed was just how much bigger Will has gotten compared to Bushy. He's just uh he's huge uh by comparison. Not even doesn't even look like they were in the same division now. And it, it wasn't fair at times. You know, we have witnessed uh Will be the best high flyer and beat beat Bushy and beat other super juniors, but now he's just one of the best in general, and he's you know, just more f- overall physical and dominant now. And uh, you know, Bushy solid as always, even had moments where it looked like he could have pulled it out, and then the way they used ref bumps in this match, (laughs) man, very, very creative. Like, three completely different referees had, I think that we ended up using all four of New Japan's referees in that match. So, it was just awesome the way they creatively weaved the spots together to get the referees out of the way. It ended up working out wonderfully. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, you know a lot has changed since 2019 when it comes to that. when it comes to those uh, those two guys and that's really what you got a chance to see uh but this was really really good uh the next night uh March 7th Jado and Chase Owens kicked off uh the thing I don't know they probably weren't first I they, I could be completely wrong and have my orders wrong but either way it go the first match that I reviewed from from March 7th well, it was Jado and Chase Owens, and this match was fun because you know the Bullet Club in its current state is just going through a lot of stuff right now. You know, Jado, uh, Jado brought a lot of not a lot of energy to this match too. So the the politics of the Bullet Club since these are two Bullet Club members, uh, you know, played played a great effect here. And uh, the Bullet Club is a mess right now. You know, we don't really know who what who's playing. Even though it seems like everyone is taking sides against Tomatonga, the more and more we finding out is also just very very confusing how clicked off they are so maybe we'll get some clarification going forward uh but uh yeah it's a nice dynamic we know Jado was close to the to Tomatonga and T so uh you know what side does Jado pick that definitely played a factor here but Chase Owens straight up did kick them to win the match you really shouldn't need to did kick somebody like Jado at this stage in his career but you know Chase is winning is the right move he you know but even if he had to do it in that way, maybe it's a little, you know, teaser that he's uh, more on Jay White or more on torture, uh, the house of torture side. I don't know. We found out later whose side he's on, which I think I can go ahead and say now he's on Filey side. Wherever bad luck filet goes, is where Chase Owens goes. So there you go with that one easy uh, explanation for where Chase motivations lie. Uh, Taguchi and Evil was right after that and or I think right before that to be honest but it doesn't really matter. Taguchi uh, came out you know dressed as Evil with his scythe and everything he had the old mask that Evil used to wear it was just great. He said he was going to bring back L.I.J. Evil and he was being very literal when he said it. Taguchi is a, a character if you know anything about him he's hilarious. The night before that he had his taint resting on Evil's face yes if you, if, by the way, Naomi owes, like her. everyone knows, the rear view that Naomi does. Taguchi does that all the time. He's been doing it for a long time. He's a running hip attack master. He fights with his ass. So you will see him, as was literal moments uh, during this tour, he's been literally getting his ass beat. And I mean that in the most literal sense. Like European uppercuts to the ass. I, I don't have no other way to put it other than that. Literally, that's just how it went and uh you know again though this was really really good even though we know evil was up to his 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 usual tricks you know with dick togo's help and you know but taguchi's comeback plus his ability to stay one step ahead cuz he kept reversing evil uh you know until the end of course when togo basically just made a handicap match and it wasn't much else that taguchi could do but now we are getting evil versus tama so you know what, you know what that means with all that bullet club war stuff that's going on. Evil versus Tonga, will be very, very interesting. Uh Hiromu versus Show after that. Uh man, Show attacked Hiromu backstage before the match even started. <laughs> and this match was just a fight. You know, they both went absolutely insane. They looked insane at times in the match. Their characters are outside of the ring are is it, insane. You know, Haromu is the ticking time bomb. Uh, and, and, but show just really wanted to hurt Hiromu. He was dropping him on his neck at will, doing whatever he could to just injure Hiromu. But at the end, it didn't work. You know, he had, uh, help. He had help. I think, I don't know if Evil himself came out there, but I know Yujiro tried to help. And, uh, it didn't matter. Hiromu still ended up pulling out the, the win with a roll up towards the end. And they, they have great chemistry. And, you know, this match felt personal. And I, I didn't watch all of the best of Super Juniors, but I did get a chance to watch, uh, win show, beat him in the Best of the Super Juniors match. So, you know, it's nice to see it's a little rivalry brewing there, and maybe it can continue, but Horomo had complete confidence that he would win, and he did it. And now we're getting Hiromo versus Minoru Suzuki. So, again, you know, uh, can't complain now. You know, uh, they have a history when Hiromo was a young line. Suzuki used to beat the holy hell out of him, just like he do a lot of young lions. But I guess Hiromo felt like it was personal, and... <laughs> You know, so so to speak, he probably was, knowing Suzuki. I mean, he's Suzuki. So, uh, but anyway, can't wait for that match. And then Shingo and Ishii, come on, man. By the way, Ishii, Shingo had a dope-ass dragon fi- Dragon's Fire Robe. Awesome. Wore that to the ring. Uh, I was just hyped for this match because we already know what to expect. You know, just another slugfest by two of the best. And this match was just as insane as their match in the G1. You know, they had spots where they suplexed each other on their heads repeatedly, like four or five six, like, just back suplexes on each other's head, and they just kept getting up for more, you know, and it, it's just, I can't even get through this match justice. Seek it out, Shingo versus Ishii from this tournament. Like I said, I think this is up there with Desperado and Okada, which I told y'all last week was awesome, so, yeah, man, this is strong style at its best. Anytime Shingo and Ishii is fighting, sign me up. Uh, On March the 9th, the day before the last uh show that I'll be covering, at least the last show before they continue to kick things off. Uh, Shima uh, was, Shima fought Kanemaru, and by the way, Kanemaru is nicknamed the Hill master, you know, uh, for a reason. He's strategic, he's a genius, and he, like from the beginning of the match, he attacked Seema from the uh, from behind, jumped on the leg, trying to set up his figure for a leg lock, which he did use, but at the end, Shima's veter- veteran uh, presence, and just, uh, like the fact that he came back, I was surprised, because, Conor Marvel really was dominant. And like I said, I, I'm used to how Conor Marvel wrestles. He does this in the super, best of the Super Junior, you know, uh, how he just takes people apart, you know, using uh, his craftiness. But uh, it didn't work because was more crafty, I guess you would say. So that was cool. I, I enjoyed that. Dick Togo versus Godo. Again, we know what to expect from Dick Togo and Evil at this point. Evil literally cut out the likes and came out to the ring uh, after they attacked the referee to try to uh, hit Goto with his own staff, but Goto said before the match he had the he had gods of war on his side. He must have been telling the truth because he beat both of them up by himself <laughs> and took the staff. So uh, you know he he ended up getting the victory over uh Togo, I think by submission. So uh, yeah, man, uh, he's fighting Shima. So there you go, right there. I love the story that Goto still overcame all their shenanigans because we know what the uh, House of Torture is all about. But, uh, yeah, man, this wasn't bad. Even even though, you know, Dick Togo is limited at this point in his career, uh, it wasn't bad at all. And then Okada versus Master Watto. Okada disrespected the hell out of Wato. Like, before the match, Okada was just like, man, hopefully he'll, he'll, he'll put a dent on me. He'll, he'll, he'll hit me. And then he went out there and beat him in like 10 minutes. And we know in, in New Japan, that's a You know, Wato did not have a chance. We all knew it going in, but Okada really they didn't I mean he had a couple moments where he was competitive. Wato did, but it wasn't even like on the level of what De- Desperado looked like he could have beat Okada. Wato, yeah, whole another story. But it makes sense when you think about where they are in their careers. Like that's a short match New Man, but it makes sense. Like Okada's the man. Wato is very, very new. He just became a champion, a tag champion at that with Taguchi. So uh, you know. But Okada's fighting Tai Chi, who beat Yano, so uh, Yeah, I'm excited for that, that's gonna be fun Even though, even if we can all lean towards Okada Tai Chi is not a slouch, no one to sleep on uh, Yoshihashi versus uh, Kosei Fuji- Fujita And uh, again, another young line contest here And like I said, I mentioned earlier that OIWA was my favorite young line fa- This match was actually my favorite young line match That I've seen in, in this tournament, but Fuji to show heart you know and uh this one this was not this was not bad at all It was fine and much like I said in the other cup matches with young Lions, it's only gonna do good for him you know uh, so yeah this was another one of those type of situations where I thought it was fine even you know when it goes against uh, Yoshihashi. did not look up who the hell Yoshihashi is fighting next. probably you know Jeff Cobb or someone uh, else that I gotta talk about here I'm not sure either way it goes uh Gato Gato versus Naito. Gato was next. Uh, he said he had a master plan coming in, and he definitely needed one. He tried every trick he could. Naito even got Gato to actually wrestle. You know, and Gato doesn't wrestle often. I mean, he's rolling around literally trying to out, you know, wrestle Naito. But Naito ended up getting the victory, and, uh, you know, it was a fun ride. And that set us up, set him up to face whoever won out Tanahashi and Fale. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, you know, Kojima and Jeff Cobb was next after that, and Kojima is a legend way too old in my opinion to still be having these 20 minute like competitive matches like this but who's stopping Koji I, I'd never tell him that cause like he obviously doesn't believe in that in age may- meaning anything I mean, we obviously have figured out in New Japan that age means nothing so uh, is a great example of that he fought like he had something to prove here like he felt like he's not a legend felt like he, uh, he still got something to prove but of course we know like a, the Cobb get him on the tour of the once you get here with that it's over and he did a great job of avoiding the lariat. And once you can do that with Kojima, you have a really good chance of winning. So, yeah, that was cool. I'm going to say Cobb fighting Yoshihashi because I think that's how this is working. But I could be wrong. We'll worry about that later. Naito, like I said, will fight whoever wins out of the last match that I watched coming into this review. And that was Tanahashi and Fale. Which, by the way, Tana's knees and Fale's past success against him Really made for a really good underdog match there because you know that's what Tanahashi does best anyway, especially at this stage in his career is like make you root for him and go for him even when the odds are against him, and uh you know, and I think he did, did a really good job. Y'all wrestled him in the end, even with Chase and I think Gato playing a part in the match, trying to take eight, trying to take the ace now. Tanahashi escaped with a victory. It was a roll up, but it was like it was Tanahashi using his his experience to get that win. That works every time. Like, I can't complain. Even if it was a roll-up. So, that's the last match that I had to do. So, that means we're getting Tanahashi versus Naito. And I'm excited for that, too. So, as you can see, the New Japan Cup is in full swing, going forward. And uh, I think we're in the round of 16 now. I think that I think we're out of the first round. I think we're getting close to, like, getting, getting ready. Because I know Okada and Tai Chi's match is like a third-round match. So, that's like, yeah, we're getting in the round of 16 area, I believe. Goto is advancing the round of 16, so I think that's where we are right now. Uh, but either way it goes, uh, yeah, the New Japan Cup has been awesome. I love it. I got to keep up with it and continue to stay on top of it as uh, as these matches continue to happen. But New Japan doing what they do, do best, storytelling by way of the tournament, and I love me a wrestling tournament. So, yeah I just talked about it for 20 minutes so there you go
0: yeah and um they're they're finishing up the second round so night six which will be Saturday March 12th they're doing the end of the second round matches and okay then everyone so we're not quite progress. there yet not not yet so we're um, we like in
1: 20 like stage of 24 as I speak probably or something like that yes, but yeah so
0: about there like you know you know how they split the blocks up mm-hmm. um if you want to watch this. Or any New Japan. New Japan now has an app for the TV. Um, yeah, if you have
1: Amazon, uh, you know, if you have a, a Fire Stick, you can go just look up New Japan. They have their app. They have I think they're, they're available on Roku now. You know, some it's clips on Access TV still.
0: Yeah, if so, you're if you're ever like New Japan dealing, world dealing Internet. with a bout of insomnia, you know they come on at like two in the morning Central, three Eastern. So if you have time in the middle of the night. It's always a good thing to do, right? That'll it, it'll make you stay up. That's if you wanna
1: watch it live, yes. Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, definitely. all right. So next up we're gonna talk about a little bit about Revolution. Um, I know you has has that podcast been released yet? The yeah, R? it's gone. Yeah. The, okay. dub, the,
1: the 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 yeah. They did. Yeah. The review of for on the double noir podcast of the, the more detailed revolution review is already out.
0: So what, what what were your favorite match well what was your favorite match or matches of revolution? I don't know. Go ahead and tell yeah. us.
1: Uh well it's a three way tie for me. You know, I, I went on here and chose one for the sake of uh the podcast on, on the Dubinar. But uh in this situation, like I told them, my initial reaction that night was that the tag match between Jurassic Express, the the Bucks of Youth. And Red Dragon was was one of my favorites. I love Punk and Danielson. Also, the moment after, which reason why I kind of listed that as the best match on the podcast that I did. But in this, on this show, I'm just going to go ahead and just stick with my three-way tie of the tag match, Punk and Danielson. No, not Punk and Danielson, not Punk. He's not in that one, even though his match was also pretty good. But Danielson and Moxley and also... uh the main event, Hangman Page and Adam Cole, the bottom of the Adams, when they were chanting, this is Adam, instead of this is awesome. And, uh, you know, they were rooting for Adam, even though we all know that they're both named Adam. So, uh, it was cool. This was this was really, I really loved that, uh, like I said, the tag match had insane spots. And I thought they told the story that they were trying to tell perfectly with Red Dragon kind of costing the Young Bucks eventually and Jurassic Express still uh, retaining or, you know, vice versa with the Red Dragon and the book because they both kind of cost each other. Then you have the, the moment of Regal's debut and setting up the the uh, the if faction or just team between Danielson and uh, Moxley. Can't go wrong with that. And the championship match in the end, it ended, I thought, it was very, very strong wrestling. It was just a very, very strong car overall. Really, really good stuff. I don't think it was anything bad on it, you know? So, uh yeah, and uh, you, uh, do you want to ask me about my, my moment, or should I just say it?
0: No, no, I've got this. I've got this. <clears throat> so, with every pay-per-view, there's spectacular things that people, you know, the steel shots. What were your steel shots from this one, I guess? Like, what were your favorite points?
1: Yeah, uh, Sting, 60. I mentioned earlier that uh, Kojima's too, too old to be doing what he's doing, but I, I take that back, because Sting is 60. And he jumped through three, I think it was four tables to be exact. And uh, in, uh, the latter match that no one was hype about, we joked about it. That Isaiah Cassidy was joking about the hype. No one was hype about it, but we had, we saw a 62-year-old man jump through four tables in that match. I, that's definitely a moment. Like I said, Regal coming out and slapping Danielson and Moxley in the face. You know, getting them in line, making them shake hands. Oh, man, that was perfect. And Jade Cargill's gear coming out as Jade from Mortal Kombat. Perfect. And then while wearing her ninja gear, telling Ty Conti no one cares about her karate shit. Ain't nobody scared of that karate shit. Dressed as a ninja while disrespecting martial arts. Hilarious combination. I loved it. Those were the three things that stuck out immediately. Not that they were the best things on the entire show, but as far as moments that stuck with me and being like memorable, Things that happen on Revolution 2022, those probably are the three steel shots in my mind.
0: Perfect, perfect. Okay, Um, continuing on that path of AEW, we had two debuts this week. We had William Regal at Revolution, and then we also had Jeff Hardy come show up on um, Dynamite on Wednesday.
1: Yeah. I got to give it a pop just because it's Jeff, but it wasn't really a, uh, a surprise to me. If you watch Being the Elite, which I don't watch it even all the time, but I watched the most recent one because I had watched Revolution. So I just want to see what was the fallout of it. Which by the way, they've teased a couple of things things uh since then. But uh seeing Jeff Hardy come out Wednesday, by the way, he's supposed to be saving his brother, but still has to dump the air and do his dance in the entrance way. Definitely popped for that because it's Jeff, right? They 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 got the Hardy's music, which is Funny, you know, I, I guess WWE let the license go when they when they brought back Jeff whole song. So, AW's like, yep, snatching that up or something. I don't know. Maybe that's what happened, maybe not. Nice touch either way it goes because when that music comes along, who do you think of? You think of the Hardy Boys, and then that, it's going to always be that way. So, uh, you know, always cool to see Jeff there. I'm way more, as much as I don't mind seeing, as much as everyone is happy and I don't mind seeing a Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy teaming up. Of course they're going to do a Hardy boss. we're Why not? Don't care. Let them win the tag titles eventually at some point. Cool. If you want to. doesn't really matter to me. I'm more excited if they just go into the punk and Jeff Hardy route at some point. He said he's, Jeff said he's excited to, to touch on it. And I, I would love to see which way they try to go. Cause obviously you're going to make punk the heel, right? So what is the updated 2022 version of that storyline? Will he be as obviously triggering and disrespectful as he was about addiction in this storyline, if he has to turn heel and take that angle against Jeff, because Jeff ain't turning heel, right? At least we don't expect it. Like no one, no one can see Jeff as the heel there.
0: I don't know. He should be heel. I'm sick of people. Like if I were him, I would be sick of people uh, bringing up my, my addiction.
1: Hopefully it don't have to go there. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm saying do do, do he just avoid it all together and they just have a few, they're going to touch on it though, because of the history. If You see yeah. what I'm saying? You know, so because even Punk brought it up. You know, when you talking about MJF about how all the bad stuff he's done and how he brought up a person's addictions until the man got fired. everybody knows who the hell that was. No, <laughs>
0: he was talking wasn't. about. It was no one was no one was wondering. Right. Like, oh, who could that be?
1: You know. No. Uh, but yeah, good for Jeff. He's gonna be he's gonna be fine. I think everything. The thing is though, we talked about this once. But we talked about this in general about AEW's roster. I don't care what nobody say. It's bloated. We can be honest, right? Can we be honest? Yeah. It's a lot of talent. And that's not a bad thing. I mean, that's what you do if you, you know. But I'm just saying, I believe a lot of those releases, a lot of these problems came from WWE stockpiling talent. And I'm not saying AW is stockpiling, because as long as they're getting used, as long as they, but you know, some people, they step in, they got to take a back seat. Yeah.
0: And it's, just, it's only
1: so much time.
0: I think they try to make it seem as though, well, so, since talent isn't exclusive here, they can go do outside. And movies. they can, and
1: that's one thing that's cool that they can go out and do other things. But you know, oh, overcrowded. You can we can still be honest because, like for example, think about the little dream, the little wish list that people want. People want some more Joe to come back. People want Cesaro to show up. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just saying, the more and more you keep wishlisting certain guys, you want to see that, even though I have no problem with it, because there's a lot of people who would be great in AEW, even if it's just for, like, an angle or a one-shot.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I but, think they would do better to go the, uh, what's his name, Matt Cordona route, where you just in there for, like, uh, a couple months, and then you dip off to go do other stuff. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm not saying Miro don't have an exclusive contract, because I'm sure AEW locked him up, but Miro's like Miro, though. Like, Miro, exactly. Miro did his thing, did a nice angle. And now he can he's just off doing whatever he you know, he has whatever he wants to do. So it's not the same situation as WWE because it's not a whole bunch of people stockpiled and exclusive. Like you said, they they get a little bit more wiggle room. But like I said, as the more and more new faces show up, it is a it is something to consider. It's, it's a
0: weird situation. Like, um, perfect example. I know he got some camera time not too long ago, but Peter Avalon, <laughs> he had a whole feud. Yeah, the bonus. whole wingman. If yeah, you, you the know, whole wingman. And um who was it? I just asked you the other day if they still worked there. It was a tag team. Um
1: was it Serpentico?
0: No. Or no, what no. was you talking about? Not uh Serpentico. It was somebody. But are they is he still there?
1: I mean I haven't really had clarification. I think so. But It I don't was know.
0: somebody. Ah, it'll come back to me later and then I'll I'll be upset about it. But it was someone that I can't was like,
1: remember either but I, you probably. I know. I remember you asking me about it. But it, but the point is, is there's a lot of people like that that where you're like, okay, I haven't seen them in a while. or
0: varsity blinds.
1: Yeah, we're talking about. You were talking about Grif. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were on TV for those tag battle royals. But again, nothing. You know, when they were important or when it was prominent, like when Dark Side of the Ring was prominent, you know,
0: they were out there.
1: You seen them, but now that you know, again, same thing with the the Ass Boys. They exist, but you know, they got their title shot, and then all right, let's shift them, let's shift them down out the way. You know, now let's put these guys on TV. Let's put the claim here. Let's put, it. and it's fine. It got, it has to work like that because they have so much talent. But that's my point. It's like, how do you, how do you master the mixing in of new faces, old faces? You know what I mean? Like, how do you mix that in? New additions with the, uh, with the originals. How do you, do, do that the right way? Is you, the, is the thing I want to see. You buy and, another
0: wrestling company,
1: and that's a, <laughs> there you go. That's a great method, or at least try. But then again. Now you have to devote now, again, you have to delegate and devote other times to people to book that. And, sure. and perfect that or whatever, most likely. And it's possible. I'm not saying none of this is, isn't possible. Like it all can be done. That's why I'm just saying I'm just waiting. I'm looking out to see what does AEW do uh, you know, going forward when it comes to how much talent they are accumulating. All
0: right. Speaking of someone that has um been long overdue for a, a And this title is, one of those and, this know, is why he was on T V for so long. Yeah. Like you win
1: 365, you've been winning for 365 days. No one really even knew it because of what we're talking about.
0: Because Because you've been putting more
1: other faces on television right now because those are the active storylines while you're winning however many matches he won in a row.
0: Right. And, again, we, I, we've talked about this. T- well, you know, we've talked about this. But yeah, we definitely
1: hit that because we always ride um, for Scorpio. When,
0: whenever, whenever Ethan would get a title shot, it's like Ethan got like two or three title shots, and he lost them. <laughs> and Scorpio would just stand there and was like, yeah, yeah, you got your title shot. All right. I'm, I'm coming up. I'm coming up. Also, let's get Dan Lambert out of the pictures because Dan Lambert did not drive him to success.
1: Yeah, if you don't know, we're talking about Scorpio's guy. By now. Uh, The new TNT champion. The new TNT champion. Uh, Definitely got to get out of pop. But, yeah, I I don't really have much to say other than congrats to that because we know he's been deserving. I think we've been riding for him consistently for a long time before the run really even became a thing. I'm glad that they favored the streak over what Sammy was doing because even though I thought – but like I said, I told you, eight defenses or whatever, or seven defenses in eight weeks, yeah, they they definitely trying to (laughs) – Get that belt off Sammy eventually or whatever. But, again, it's a hot-button championship. Like, even with the stuff with the face of the revolution, and you had Keith Lee talking about he's gunning for it, and then you have Darby fighting for it continuously. It's like, we, I mean, again, you benefited because there's a lack of championships to go for, so the TNC championship feels really important. And that's great. But what I'm saying is is that (laughs) other people, like a Scorpio Sky, kind of can come out of nowhere to some people. If they're not keeping up, if you're not told about the winning streak, Scorpio Sky winning here probably don't make any sense. If you've been watching just dynamite or just even rampage of the last four or five weeks, you know what I mean? So that's the thing we're talking about, but it's kind of unavoidable. Like we mentioned when you have so much talent, Yeah, like I said, they have literally they have they have. Portions of the roster that are literally young guys that needs the season and needs the experience. They have a portion of the roster that are older guys that don't necessarily need the experience, but some of them need to work on their new character. Some of them need to work on this or work on that. Then you have the the established guys who still need to be prominent because that's what AEW is all about. So you still have to get time for Sting and Darby. still have to get time for MJL. still have to get time for, you know what I mean, the original.
0: Those people still
1: have a lot of time, right. So exactly, look what happened to one of the pillars. One of the pillars had to move aside so Scorpio Sky can and get this spot. Exactly,
0: and um, <laughs> so can, uh, that's
1: going to continue as long as new phases are arriving.
0: Exactly, and I know Sammy needed to get the title taken off of him because you know the whole inner circle situation. Where does he fall? We were talking about the Bullet Club, or you were talking about the Bullet Club earlier. Where does Sammy fall in that uh, inner circle Jericho appreciation?
1: I think it's over. He he posted out a, a gift. Uh, as we're recording this, he posted out of a gift gif recently where they took a bow, where the whole, uh, you know, inner circle has taken a bow, and with the whole Jericho appreciation stuff going on, we're- the inner circle is no more, I believe.
0: Well, that's that's garbage because that's the it. last time we saw Sammy interact with him, they was well with them, and he was like, "Well, y'all better figure it out, or I'm gone." He could have just left in then if we just gone graciously not. But uh, I'm going to
1: I'm going to graciously say that I don't necessarily uh, know either though what what uh, as you can see they've been they have been kind of staying out of his business for a long time yeah so okay. I'm not really surprised either way it goes he do not even really need to have a blow up moment but once once Jake is on that side and attacks everything and you have all the other stuff going on Sammy was always kind of like left out of it, of, the, of the drama here so. I don't know if they're going to capitalize on it. I don't even know if they did. They may have done something. So we'll see. But I'm just sure that either way it goes, the right thing was done by Scorpio Sky. And uh, it's about time. And uh, I can't wait. For all the people out there who are pointing at Jay's reign, pointing at what Scorpio Sky is doing, uh, and, you know, saying, look at, hey, look at what AEW is doing. And I told you guys, well, you know, whatever, whatever. Like, Slow your horses. Like I said, if it wasn't for what I told you this outside of the show, I'm saying it now on the show, if it wasn't for those comments for a swole, would we still be seeing the production?
0: Right. Would we... you
1: take note and know that, oh, we need to do this we need to do that? And this ain't got to do with Jay, because I feel like Jay was probably on her way to winning that title anyway. But either way it goes, that move, Scorpio move, any move going forward, signing up, Squirrel, signing Keith Lee, Stop bringing up Swole of those comments every time something like that happens. because honestly, either way it goes, whether you're trying to make the point that look, AW is always whatever, whatever, or, you know, look at what AW is doing. They wouldn't even took note of it. If it wasn't for somebody like Swole to tell them, no, it's a problem here because they were walking around moving like it was no issue. (laughs)
0: Right, and... And no, some of them
1: still feel like that, like it no, was never a problem.
0: Nobody is saying, oh, well, Tony Khan is trying to go out of his way to prove that what Swole exactly. uh, said was wrong. That's not nope. it. What happened was, someone said, oh, there's an issue in this area. So now you're you're aware that there's exactly. an issue. So it's like, okay, you start thinking about decisions and you start planning productively and not just going with the same old, same old, because... All right.
1: Cause it's not even just swole. It's like other people's, other viewers' reaction to what swole it.
0: Exactly. Like it's, it's you don't want community. anyone to feel
1: a certain. Exactly. It's a whole community of people who feel that way. So, uh, it, either way it goes, is 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 over and done. But congratulations, Scorpio Sky. Definitely deserves the championship. I can't wait to see how long the run happens. I hope he does not get immediately killed by Wardlow. But I'm 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 hedging my bets. MJL, come on, screw the guy. He right. gave he gave a nice passionate in the promo about being free from you. You, Screw can't, him.
0: you can't let him you can't let him win. <laughs> um all right, switching gears completely doing a 180 360. I don't know what what degree cardinal it is. We're going
1: 316. A,
0: three, a 316. All right. So Kevin Owens uh said, "Hey, I'm going to Texas. I'm going to call all these people out. But, you know, they can come at He's any time." He's been
1: talking mess about Texas for weeks, by the way. Weeks weeks. we have not been covering Raw in detail, but out of nowhere for for like the last month, he has been disrespecting Texas, and uh, he went down a list like you like you said. JBL was on there. He didn't want JBL, you know. Uh, Booker T. He said Booker T. is a hypocrite or something because uh he's been he said oh yeah because you were you said you was in a tag team called Harlem Heat. <laughs> he said so you disqualified, and also you uh you were walking around him uh, like a king. That's not very (laughs) Texan-like. I mean... So, that's funny. Uh, And then it said Shawn Michaels, you know, he he basically was like he wouldn't waste his time with Shawn Michaels for some reason. My bet is everyone he called out will show up at WrestleMania most likely. But last but not least, he talked and called out Stone Cold Steve Austin. I thought his energy of the promo that Kevin delivered was really, really good. I thought Stone Cold's promo... Was even better, like the the energy he brought. I got. I'm glad that this is the last topic that I can really talk about when it comes to wrestling. Also, very glad we're not getting a match. Don't. I'm just like I said. I told you guys when it was even rumored that this is not a good idea. He does not need to take bumps. We love Stone Cold. Just show up and we'll be happy. People will pop. pop. People will pay to just watch him talk, stunner a couple people, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Uh, But yeah. Uh, but this is a perfect segue, in my opinion. Uh, I'll
0: be the judge of that.
1: Into my very first rumor, which was uh, a rumor that came out on Monday of this past week. Uh, that WWE wants, <laughs> and this is a rumor, like I told you guys once before, disclaimer time. It's a lot of wrestling observers, a lot of Meltzer, a lot of stuff like that. So it's probably bull jive, basically, is what I'm trying to get y'all to understand. These are rumors. Yes, some of it may have a little bit of truth in them. Maybe coming from good sources, whatever it is, that does not guarantee any of this. That's my rumor, disclaimer. Anyway, so WWE want Stone Cold to work a match Hmm. Uh, with Kevin, uh, with 38, but uh, Austin just hasn't agreed to it. So it's just on the book as a conversation. So they're pushing for a match. So it's going to be another rumor I tell you about. That really puts, uh, which really illuminates a nice little underlying story. Even though I think the next room, the next rumor about Austin is kind of petty, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Anyway, Meltzer is also now hearing that Cody the Rose in WWE may not happy. Told you guys last week they don't know jack. Nobody knows. Nobody. Cody. By the way, Cody has the rumor meals by the balls. Going to be a lot of Cody in a minute in, 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 in this next segment. <laughs> so just letting you know, he has them by the balls right now. Uh, But, yeah, WWE has creative layout for him, but it's still very uncertain. They just don't know what's going on with him. They're just not sure. That probably means he's not coming, WWE, but whatever. Uh, (laughs) For however long it lasts, the Observer says WWE will just refer. Okay, for however long that lasts, they're just going to call them the unified WWE champion, whoever wins out of Roman and Brock match. He's the unified WWE champion. Okay. I just can we just 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 if you just want to get rid of the Universal title, just do it and just call it the WWE title. <laughs> but I mean, that's fine. Whatever. I, I feel like they. Well, let's great go back to the it. undisputed WWE champ. Anything is uh, unified is fine, but it's just fine, I guess. Whatever doesn't matter. Uh, I guess they're gonna walk around with two belts too.
0: Uh, is what
1: I'm assuming I'm for so now.
0: I'm so sick of these two belt people.
1: Yeah, for now. Asked on his podcast about AAA status within WWE. I don't know why the hell anybody, I don't know why the hell the co-host is asking Ric Flair did. Like, oh, he has no. any idea what's going on in WWE. But anyway, uh, he was asked on his podcast, Ric Flair was, that uh, about Triple H's status. And he said, I have no idea. He and I were incredibly close. And now I never hear from him. I just don't know. You
0: see what I'm saying? I told you. To, I told
1: you what was coming. I told you. That's why I said it's Rick had Flair. To turn
0: this into a Rick Flair. It's, I, Flair it's about Cartier. him.
1: Yes, it's always oh, about now Rick. We're
0: not close. He had a heart attack, and now we're not close. Man,
1: it's, exactly. He had a heart attack, so maybe don't want to talk. <laughs>
0: right. Right now. Like it's
1: a lot of stuff going on.
0: I can't even work out no more.
1: A lot of stuff has changed, though. He stayed to on to work, sacrifice. Jake something's contract with Impact ended on February twenty eighth and he's done with the company for now. So all Impact fans, Jake Something is gone. That's his real Lonely. name too. That's yeah, that's the gimmick. Jake something. I just wanna let you guys know he's not Jake Paul. Is
0: don't
1: he, he, I don't even want to talk about you, the Pauls. They already gonna be is? at WrestleMania.
0: Huh? Do you know who he is? Jake something? He's a worker. Like he's is wrestling. he? I don't know. Oh, okay. No. That sounds that's And why like, would you, and
1: why would you do that?
0: It seems it seems like one of those types. Something you say?
1: Oh my goodness. I don't understand why we're doing this right now. Um, do you forget where we are?
0: I mean, I was right.
1: They can't see you though, so they don't know the what point. you're talking about right now.
0: I can't say what I was gonna say. He's uh what they call anyway. they call it grass fed? What do they call those those mountain people? Now he looks like a mountain. Jake person. is
1: something, y'all. He's something. That's what it is. That's why that's his I name. I'll say he is something.
0: He's something. All right.
1: Anyway, next day's rumors. Sorry. Becky Lynch is legitimately injured. I knew that. No. Didn't need you guys to tell she me. Knows. But anyway, she's expected to be out for two weeks, but she's gonna be back in time for WrestleMania. But you know what really? She's legitimately happened? injured. You
0: know what really happened? What? Unfortunately, I saw I saw on my on my Google page that her father passed away. Um,
1: it has nothing to do with her learning larynx not actually existing or whatever was going on with her neck.
0: Yeah, it don't exist. She's not injured. She she going to go be with her family, take some time off.
1: So, the, so that was a fake hospital picture?
0: No, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> exactly.
1: All right, so she's injured, you guys. Her, but her, her
0: larynx it, is fine. I didn't wow. say if. All, all right. I don't care about the
1: specifics. She was in the hospital after a match. And has not
0: worked since, right? Uh, emergency room. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're Injured. Right. <laughs> reserve. Why are you so why are you
1: fighting so hard against these?
0: I'm just saying she's on reserve. Injury reserve. Isn't that what it's called? Injury
1: reserve. Not really, because no? she'll be back. All right. They're not really reserving her if they're gonna bring more, her back before maybe. More Miami.
0: rumors. More rumors.
1: they not I'm serious. I'm just I'm telling you how it works. You can't come back when you're on IR. Anyway. Vince McMahon is still key to the Austin Theory-Pat McAfee fat match. I'm not. Okay, I guess he is the key. Yeah. Anyway, and current plans call for him to get more involved in the story. All right. So they're saying he's still going to be more involved in this than he is right now. Whatever, Meltzer. Don't care. Uh, I don't care. I really don't. As long as he's not wrestling. As long as theory's is taking the bumps, he can talk, do whatever he wants. Don't care. Uh... Besides that, after disastrous response to their last few video games, uh, WWE's met with EA about their, about license deal. 2K22 is the final release as a part of their 2K contract with Take-Two. And it's seen as make or break right now for the future when it comes to 2K. From what I hear is good. I will let you guys know next week when I give you a little review of WWE 2K22. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I'll let you know what I think about it. I'm, I've heard great things though, so it doesn't really matter if Two K makes it now, or not next year or EA, because you know it's all it's gonna have flaws either way it goes. both both of them. I don't Two K gonna mess it up in some way for somebody. I heard somebody complain about the new controls. I heard people love the new control. It's just hey, it's that's just what happens at this point. Video games are literally hit or miss, and they charge us way too much at this point to be hit or miss. But anyway, off that one, off that one, Brian Alvarez, Brian Alvarez, another person I do not listen to, uh, said something that I also already knew, that the only injury at Revolution that took place was Orange Cassidy's hurt shoulder. I watched Keith Lee throw him out of the ring onto the floor. I knew he was not going to get up and interfere in the big boys' contest because it was, you know, three big three big guys really fighting hard in that match, and Orange Cassidy kept getting in the way. Well, he was not getting in the way any longer after he got through over the top rope
0: mm-hmm. onto
1: the floor. All right. Uh, Dave Meltzer also has another one for us about Cody. Cause he says Cody has multiple offers. We knew that. And <coughs> WWE wants an answer on their on there soon for obvious reasons. We also knew that too. They want him like literally for either post mania, right after mania or before mania. They've talked about, yeah, they've even talking about having him this month, I think. So like before mania, like I said, so, Yes. They want it as soon as possible.
0: Oh, Lord. Yeah. Don't, don't
1: you make... Con- when you
0: offer somebody a contract, don't you want them to sign like, a contract? When, when you offer... It? When you get a job, they're like, when can you start? Well, I, I, can, I can start ASAP, tomorrow. ASAP, no, They want
1: you ASAP.
0: No one says, oh, yeah, I can start in three years.
1: No. No, no one does that. So, yeah, if it's a little bit of miscommunication, it is what it is. Cody is well aware of all the rumors. Aren't we all? You guys will not <laughs> shut up about him. Anyway... <laughs> Code is well aware of all the rumors about his status Prayer fightful. Sources close to Rose are indicating he won't sign anywhere for quite some time. And he's just going to downplay reports about his next move. Yeah, he's sick of y'all too. He just had the baby. Nobody, Gargano got this big, Gargano got the break. He be on Twitch. He be having fun. He even, I think he's uh, even teasing bringing Quill on Twitch, his baby on Twitch. Like, he got his leave. Everybody's fine with him not signing with nobody. Why we can't do Cody like that? He got a baby, right? Right. Hey. Don't he have young kids? Don't he? Can't he want to sit at home with his kids for a few months, the same way Gargano's doing? No, we're gonna make no. rumors and we're gonna bother Cody every week until he tells us where he's gonna work. No, <laughs> Cody is rich enough. He's one of those people who's actually rich enough that he can take a, a year off from work if he wants to
0: be all right. uh, yeah he got the go big show he got the, the uh what you call it the actual reality tv show i don't know if they got renewed for a season yeah. two if he wanted but... to they'll
1: be fine if he wanted to just take time off and come back when he wanted to He can do that anyway andrew zarian tweeted that he's heard sid will be inducted into the hall of fame he's <laughs> he's heard a lot of stuff by the way i'll get to him later he got some more names that he's heard is going to the hall of fame there be plans to keep the Hall of Fame ceremony 90 minutes this year, Meltzer said on the radio. <laughs> so I'll take that with grace. He's heard that it might mean some in-class will only be inducted digitally, which can mean a short video speech or just a video pack. That's fine. Some of these old men need to stay home anyway. I ain't going to lie. Okay, maybe that was kind of wrong because everybody else gets to stand on the podium. I bet. I, I, I bet. Undertaker going to be on the podium. He's going
0: to be there.
1: Vince going to be on the podium. With
0: I guarantee that.
1: Anyway, we'll see uh, what, who's next also on the list. A W changed the finish of Britain Thunder Rosa. So that's why I lost the prediction. Because they changed the fucking finish? See, I knew Thunder Rosa was supposed to win. Don't Anyway, don't get me started on that. Don't get me started on this. I, as a matter of fact, I got i I'm, I'm a double screenshot that one because I got. I'm, I'm gonna come back to that. I gotta send that to the group chat and complain. Anyway, <laughs> back to uh, more rumors about Stone Cold. This is my other rumor about Cole. Jr. said that he spoke to Stone Cold and about his WWE's plans at 38. And at the time we talked, he didn't sound overwhelmingly enthusiastic about it. So put those two. Put two and two together, you guys. Austin don't sound don't sound that enthusiastic about it. You know why?
0: Because they're trying to make him.
1: So what? He don't want to. <laughs> like,
0: I, I've been coming out here drinking a beer, doing a stunner here and there for years.
1: And then no, besides that, no. Like I said, the second bit of news is petty. Why are you telling us this, Jr.? You are an op. Why are you asking him about WWE? ain't an op. Oh, I can't because he's the greatest in WWE history. I can't call him an op. You're an op right now, Jim Ross.
0: Like, Asking you know, about he's, WWE. He's a, he's a friend of the family. I'm talking
1: Miss. He's, he's not, a friend uh, of the family. It's JR. He can do what he wants. But anyway, who cares? And Never mind. I'm not even going to say what I thought I said. Don't want to do that, kids.
0: Don't nobody care if he can wrestle or not. Anybody ask for him to wrestle? That's it. That was it.
1: Fightful Select says that Cody Rose, <laughs> by the way, another Cody rumor, Cody was pitched that's Seth Rollins WrestleMania opponent, and that's the reason why Seth's uh, stuff is in the air now, and Cody's is also in the air, obviously. So <laughs> there you go. That's why Seth Rollins has nothing to do, and I just have to tell you guys, horrible. Because if you're gonna do that, don't plan an angle until you sign the man. Have a plan B, you fools. Why would you do that? <laughs> why would you put Seth Rollins in limbo because over oh, somebody you haven't even signed yet?
0: That's that's true. That, that's that's a lie. That, <laughs> that
1: better that, not be real. That's that better a be lie. A, yeah. That better be a real rumor. Feifel. If you're wondering how AW was able to use Jeff Hardy's theme music, how was it? Brian Fitz and other pointed out WWE doesn't own the song. Didn't I just say that? <laughs> WWE don't own the song. It's stock music. Anyone can use it for a small fee. I've noticed that because I've literally watched. I love the 80s and heard that beat in the background.
0: Yes, <laughs> before
1: on other television yes. shows when I was growing up. That beat is definitely stock music. So generic. So, yes. It makes sense. They do not own that music. All right. Let's see. Last one. Is this the last one? No, I got... Oh, damn. I got way more than I thought. So, Tony Khan's purchase of Ring of Honor from SCS Scoops says... ROH execs think the deal will close in early April. Current employees aren't, even close? aren't expecting to keep their jobs. They're not current, they're not expecting to keep their jobs to it go through. So all that's a rumor, you guys, but the other rumors about him starting a, his own little ROH with the employees is there also sounds like it might not be true. <laughs> so yeah. Let's just wait and see. Wait and see. That's what that's what you need to start doing. Stop listening to these people on the internet, because we don't know. People on the internet don't know. They're doing just like, they're doing what I'm doing right now. Talking. Anyway, WWE's confirmed PW Insiders report. There will be no WrestleMania access event, uh in Dallas. No WrestleMania access will be in Dallas. So, there you go. They're going to do superstar access. So, they're just going to make you buy some stuff. Uh, all the people who bought tickets with WrestleMania access uh, included will be getting refunds. So, good for well. you guys. Good for you guys. No access in Dallas this year. Meltzer also had something else to say about Cody because I told you <laughs> he just couldn't help himself. Uh, Cody Rhodes was supposed to be on TV for next week's March 14th RAW, like I told you guys in Jacksonville. They were going to be petty and bring Cody out in Jacksonville in on RAW. Uh, but uh, that that you know that seems like that's going to fall through. They still want Cody for WrestleMania, of course. And talks are ongoing, but the deal just has not been reached. But time is running out. That's the only difference. How That's the only thing out? different in that story for Meltzer is that he claimed time is running out now.
0: For what? Him to appear at WrestleMania?
1: That might be what it is, yeah.
0: That's dumb.
1: I don't know. This just, is just Meltzer. Meltzer also says. Meltzer is dumb. Meltzer also says that. Uh-huh. Uh, he's indicated that there is talk in WWE oh. of calling Braun Breaker to the main roster. Pretty quickly. <sighs> Cause Breaker is wrestling on this weekend's house shows. Yeah, Brian Alvarez is under the impression that Steve Austin didn't fully agree to work WrestleMania 38 until very recently. That ain't nothing new, okay? How many times do we we just talk about other things that they trying to do last minute? Is that that's what WWE does? Nothing is planned a year planned a year ahead of time anymore. So. That's not uh, a, a headline. But anyway, mm-hmm. last but not least, mm-hmm. multiple people were told that Rick Steiner will be inducted into the Hall of Fame, but his brother, Scott, will not.
0: That don't make sense.
1: <laughs> it makes this- no sense. Rick is not more deserving than Scott. They deserve to go in together.
0: As the brothers.
1: Of course. But, yeah, Rick is nowhere near uh, better than Scott. But I almost think it's disrespectful to uh, Braun's uncle. Uh, like, Braun should be too. Like, come on, bro. Like, really? You can't j- but, just put the style of bros in there.
0: But, like... Scott I thought, don't have to
1: show up if you still hate him.
0: I thought the beef was between Triple H and these people. And Triple H, That's obviously plain. not. Triple H ain't
1: making this decision no right. more.
0: Right. He ain't, he, ain't, he ain't running nothing. He ain't been in the company since he had his, his Scott, health issues. Scott issue.
1: has said some wild stuff in the past. So, maybe they can always play the card that they're afraid, I guess, but... <laughs> Just but, don't give him yeah. the
0: microphone. Whatever. they uh, can be a video in Dirty.
1: That's just a rumor. We'll see if, if that's how it goes. Uh, but, Charmelle also is rumored to possibly go into the Hall and of no Fame. And no other women? Uh, It's definitely some other women.
0: Victoria?
1: Charmelle is... I love Charmelle. I got, nothing, I got nothing bad to say about Queen Charmelle. She fulfilled her role perfectly at the time. But yes, you're 100% right. There are definitely more, disturbed, more deserving... Women of
0: like actual wrestlers, that era, yeah,
1: like people who actually got in the ring, not not managers. Yeah, I, I love Charmelle, but she, you know, I don't have a problem with it, I guess, but yeah, it's definitely other women you can think of, even other probably managers that were women. You know, I know they probably don't want to acknowledge Vicky Guerrero, but I, I think of her as a manager, as like a character more prominently than I think of uh, what Charmelle did in the business, but I ain't got a no problem. I mean, it is what it is. You
0: know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna complain. Yeah, she was the queen. I'm not mad at Charmelle, but if that's true, I I definitely think it was other people that could have uh threw in that first before that. But we'll see. Undertaker's class, uh, you know, Vader. We got we got Big Van Vader. We're gonna uh, we're gonna see what else happens. If Sid will be there, I don't mind Sid getting in. I don't mind. Uh, you know, Charmelle kind of sticks out when you throw her in there with. With the other names that I now, just mentioned,
0: now I'm being disrespectful. Yeah. Who, who, what is her name? That uh, Ooh. dang it, um, she was in a stable with D-Lo. She was like a black female wrestler. She still wrestles.
1: Am my jazz?
0: Jazz. I, I I kept wanting to say Jackie. I was like Jackie. Like a it black
1: female wrestler. She is a black female. Wrestler. <laughs> She said she's like, she
0: like I, I say, like I say, like when I'm trying to feel space, and I couldn't remember, like I couldn't get the, I, I couldn't say what I wanted to say, honestly. So I mean, jazz, jazz can go in there.
1: Yeah, but they don't even invite jazz back anymore. Like they, they don't for like those raw Rumbles. They stuff.
0: don't. So, what do you expect? I don't think Victoria's in there yet either. What? Nah, Victoria's not in there. And what? Let me let me just complain real quick. You done with the rumors. I'm
1: done with the show. Why is there
0: why is there no Zelina Vega in this in this WWE two K twenty two situation?
1: I don't think they were sure about her.
0: Oh yeah, because she got fired.
1: Yeah, but that's no excuse. It's other fire. It's plenty of Brazongo. Like I think it's 30 other people, Braun, like it's 30 people on the roster right now, I think, that are on the game. That They're are no
0: longer there. Yeah,
1: but they needed they needed that. The I mean, outdated roster helped this game, so I've been hearing from the people because they need <laughs> you needed the bodies. If you just put what's actually there and who was actually available, not counting DLC, because that's another thing. Twenty-eight people are gonna be added DLC, and a big chunk of those NXTers probably should already be there. Just put them on the yeah. If they're if they have models and they have moves, they should already be there. Now Umaga, a lot of these legendary stuff. Like I can't wait to play as Yokozuna again. That pack I'm probably gonna have to buy.
0: But you get Casey Cotonzaro too, so
1: Yeah, and that's the that's the reason why I'm like, Well damn, I now I need to go get that's what they're doing it for. They want you to have Casey and uh so then you'd be like, Well shit, I probably need to go get Indy Hartwell or somebody else from NXT on her level, you know, okay.
0: Or but where's then again, where's where's Lacey? I, don't I mean know. her name ain't Lacey. What's her I, name? Lacey now? on the
1: game, I Oh, I don't think she's in it, but she could be. But Casey's in I there. Think so. I don't think she's in it, but she could be.
0: Ugh.
1: It's a couple people who I know are missing.
0: Also, also, but, you know. another rant. Raw has also become very horny. I don't wanna see I don't wanna see Dana kissing Reggie. I don't wanna yeah. see Tamina kissing Tazawa.
1: I wouldn't say horny, ain't nobody excited to see none of it, but yeah i'm with you <laughs> i'm with you on like the unnecessary behind it you know but i don't I know do, what we need it for but i guess I they do ain't love, doing nothing better so.
0: <laughs> i do love the interaction that tamina has on social NXT. media though she was like look i know we're giving away a free wedding to zower you better not answer this because this ain't gonna happen we're not getting married um oh,
1: her mercy. Yeah, it's cute
0: it's like it's like little things like that that i've been noticing i'm like what what are y'all doing
1: it's By the way, on. Lash Legend and uh, Nikita Lions are beefing. And someone on Twitter is oh, nicknaming Instagram. them together. Naming them the Yamley.
0: Not the Yamley.
1: Yeah. So, I'm leaving you guys with that uh, piece of information. Um. All right. We hit the hour mark. This show was actually done like a few minutes before that. I'm proud because I thought I had a lot to say. I thought this was going to run long and it did not. Went smooth in my opinion. Uh, let me got let let me know what you guys think. Uh, I'm wrapping this up. We have a lot of stuff to get through. Like I said, wrestling in March, and I'm still gonna be giving you guys a podcast every week. As a matter of fact, since most of my other podcast responsibilities with the WR and uh even some of my other possible other topics that I will even cover on this show, uh, this will be the hub, the main hub for the New Japan Cup and at least my opinions about it. So I want to do that. At least until the twenty seventh. At least until everything wraps up uh, with the New Japan Cup. Uh, you know. So yeah, I appreciate you guys for listening again for to another edition of the Mind Munchy podcast. You have anything you want to say? Just anything to
0: add? Just I, my my Korean has progressed, and I now know how to say goodbye in Korean.
1: All right. Well, au revoir, adios, 안녕. I don't think Arriva Dirti actually means it, but maybe. Uh, say it again. Au
0: revoir, Anion. There you go. On young.
1: Bye.